Hello everybody, welcome to Scratch the Surface Podcast. I am Real Pestanio. If you're new here, this is the space where we zoom in on the Bible and have a great time. And welcome back to Scratch the Surface. We are finished discussing Romans chapter 1 and now we will talk about Romans chapter 2. Pero bago pa ako mag-proceed, uh, konting recap muna tayo. Basahin ko muna yung Romans chapter 1 verse 29. It says here, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. Now, what if merong taong lalapit sa'yo at babasahin itong Romans chapter 1 verse 29 to 31 or 32 at sasabihin sa'yo, I am not guilty of any of this. What if I'm not guilty of any of this? I am a good person. Am I exempted to this? So, any person who asks this, and you know, I know, na meron kayong mga tao in your mind who are not guilty from anything that was enumerated here in Romans chapter 1, verse 29 to 32. The question is, what would be the basis of their salvation? These people are called the moralists. Ang mabait na tao ba ay mapupunta sa langit? The short answer is no. Bakit? Well, it's a little bit complicated. So, let's scratch the surface. We will talk about the guilt of the moralist. Sino ang moralist? At ano ang moralist? Ang taong moralist, these are people who had natural moral values. Uh, hindi man sila Christians, pero mababait sila. You know? They are kind people. Mabubuti silang tao even they don't go to church, they don't read Bible, they don't study theology, but they have this inherent goodness. Sadly, the scripture says that even the good people can be lost. Sa Bible, marami mga example, people like Nicodemus. Nicodemus is religious and conservative. People like Cornelius. Si Cornelius is generous and a prayerful. And you know, ako personally bilang isang evangelist, ito ang pinakamahirap ma-reach ng gospel ni Christ. I'd rather preach sa jail. I'd rather preach sa mga drug addicts. I'd rather preach sa mga prostitutes. Pero pag mag-preach ka sa mga moralists, Medyo mahirap and challenging. Bakit? They don't see the need for the gospel. They don't see their need for salvation. Why? Because they think they are not lost. Uh, they think they know all the answers. They think they are good enough. These people are the professionals. These people are respectful. These people are open-minded. These people have moral values. These people have ethical standards. These people are law-abiding citizens. These people are Sunday-goers. These people are church-goers. 
That is why naging problema yon because they don't see the need for salvation because they have a moral life. They had a moral life. Now remember, ang heart ng gospel ay strong emphasis sa sinfulness ng tao. You cannot be saved until you first realize that you are lost. That's the heart of the gospel. You must first see yourself that you're a sinner, you are dead in sin, and without Christ, you have no hope. But the moralists, they cannot see that uh, they, because they don't see themselves as lost. Uh, we call these people as moralists, but the Bible calls it as self-righteous. Tingnan nyo anong sabi ni Paul sa chapter 2 verse 1. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges, for wherein thou judges another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judges doest the same thing. It seems like expected na ni Paul kung anong susunod na irerespas ng tao after niya ma-enumerate yung mga kasalanan sa Romans chapter 1. Sabi ni Paul, you are not you. Meron siyang specific na tinutukoy na tao dito. At maraming theologians ang naniniwala na ang tinutukoy dito ay ang mga tinatawag na moralists. These are the good people, but yet they don't have Christ. Sabi ni Paul, chapter 2, verse 1, You are without excuse, O good man. You are without excuse, Mr. and Miss Moralist. Bakit? Bakit sinabi ni Paul na wala silang excuse? Because good people have a lot of excuse. Ano ang mga excuse nila? I'm a kind man. I'm a faithful man. Hindi ako naninigarilyo. Hindi ako uminom ng alak. Uh, tapat ako sa asawa ko. Never ako nanakit ng tao. I'm a responsible parent. And the list goes on and on. But yes, even though you are a good man, you're a faithful husband, never drink, never smoke, never cur- never curse, you are without excuse. You know, I hate to burst your bubble, but good people don't go to heaven. Again, I repeat, good people don't go to heaven. Even the truth is, there are many good people that will go to hell. There are many kind and moral people that will go to hell. So, if good people can't go to heaven, sinong makakapunta sa heaven? Very easy. Save people goes to heaven. Salvation comes to people who put their faith in Jesus Christ. You will not be saved by your morals. You will not be saved by your ethical standards. You will not be saved by your reputation in this earth. You will be saved by your faith in Jesus Christ. John chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, He was talking to Nicodemus, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, even though ikaw nang pinakamabait mo, ikaw nang pinakamabait na tao na sa isip mo, that is not enough for you to be qualified to enter to the kingdom of God. But if you want to enter the kingdom of God, it is your faith demonstrated by obedience. So good people don't go to heaven. It is the converted people that will go 
to heaven. So, pwede mo kasing isipin na mabait ka, pwede mo isipin na yung mga tao sa paligid mo, sinasabi mabait ka, but the question is not ano sa tingin mo, gaano ka kabait. The question is not anong iniisip ng tao, gaano ka kabait. The question is, ano ang iniisip ng Diyos? Hindi natin kailangan ng comment mo or comment ng ibang tao. Ang kailangan nating malaman, ano ang comment ng Diyos? Gusto niyo ba malaman anong comment ng Diyos? Itong comment ng Diyos, Psalms chapter 14, verse 1. The fool had said in his heart, there is no God, they are corrupt, they have done abominable works, there is none that doeth good. Sa standard ng Diyos, there is none that doeth good. Verse 2. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did under seek God. So God was on a search. He was looking for someone that seeking after Him, that understandeth His ways and His will. But the three, they are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. No, not one. I don't care sino yung taong iniisip mo. Sa standard ng Diyos, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. That's including you. Maring hindi mo alam yan. But that's what the Bible says. There is none that doeth good. There is none na nakapasa sa standard ng ating Panginoon. We know Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So sa standard ng Diyos, nobody is good. When you think you're good, that's your opinion. When you think, when others people think you're good, that's their opinion. But in God, the comment of God, nobody is good. And then the moralist, pwede magtanong ang moralist, but, but why? Bakit hindi ako mabait? In Romans chapter 2, verse 1, sinagot yan ni Paul, Thou doest the same thing. <laughs> that's pretty heavy, mga patid. Thou doest the same thing. Sabi ni, ni Paul, mga patid, but we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. Now, that's a perplexing question, right? Like, thou doest the same thing. No, I did not. I never, I, have, I am not a prostitute. I'm not a drug addict. Uh, I didn't murder anybody. But why does the Bible says you cannot judge those people because you do the same thing? What, what, what is what is happening here? Anong sinasabi dito mga kapatid? Now, let me give you an example for you to understand. Yes, you never uh, commit fornication, you never commit adultery, uh, you have never been uh, immoral. But here's the question, how about your mind? Have you ever thought about something lustful? Do you have any, you know, some point in time in your life you have sexual fantasies. I believe everybody is guilty of that because all of us had committed sin. Now, it may be different sa atin pong pananaw as human being, pero sa Diyos, it's the same thing. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Let me read it to you. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to last after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. See? Ang adultery, 
sa standard ng Diyos ay hindi lang yung yung act na nag-commit ka na adultery, but even having a lustful thought to a woman or to a man, you are an adulterer in the sight of God. Sabihin mo, well, hindi ako nag-comment ng immorality. Well, it's the same thing in God. Because the meaning of the word pornography, it comes from the word pornication. So it's the same thing. That's what the Bible says. Thou doest the same thing. You may... Uh, you may think ng immorality is just fornication and adultery. No. Pornography is immorality. Sexual fantasy is immoral. Sabi naman ng moralist, no, I, I have never killed anyone. I'm a good person. Wala ako nasaktan na tao. Are you sure? Because in in, in 1 John, 1 John chapter 3, verse 15, look at this. Whoever hated his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So hindi lang pala yung mga serial killers ang mga murderers, but you that has hatred in your brother, you have envy of bitterness in your brother or sister, in the sight of God, you are also a murderer. Hindi ka man makukulong dito sa lupa Pero sa harapan ng Diyos, ikaw, mga kapatid, ay mamamatay tao. So what the Bible is telling us that hatred is murder. Bitterness is murder. Envy is murder. You can practice the same thought, not in the same way. Yes, you can be guilty with that, even though hindi mo yun ginagawa by your action. But having the thought itself, yun ang sabi sa Romans chapter 2, Thou doest the same thing. That's why you, Mr. Moralist, Miss Moralist, you are not excused. Sa batas ng tao, you have no violation. Pero sa batas ng Diyos, you have no excuse. God will judge every evil action, but also evil motives and evil intention. And Paul tells us that the very source of our evilness here, here comes in verse 4. Because you despise the riches of His goodness. That's it. Ang pinakakasalanan ng moralist is that he or she despised the goodness of God. At nag-focus siya sa kanyang goodness, sa kanyang good works. Ang pinaparating dito mga kapatid ni Paul, after all ng blessing na binigay sa iyo ng Diyos, after all ng favor and provision na binigay niya sa iyo, yet you do not believe Him, yet you, do, you don't put your trust in His goodness. Verse 3, the Bible says, Thou shalt, you think thou shalt escape the judgment of God? So it's, the Bible is telling us na maging careful tayo sa pagja-judge because it could point back to us because we are doing the same thing. So anong gagawin ng moralist? Anong pag-asa ng moralist? If the moralist is also guilty as well, the Bible is inviting them to do probably the hardest thing for the self-righteous moralist people to do. We expect to do. At anong sabi ng Bible? God is inviting them to repent. Now, for a moralist, mabigat yan. Magre-repent ako? Wala naman akong ginagawa. Bakit ako magre-repent? But the Bible says, even the moralist 
must repent. Why? Because the goodness of God, and the Bible says, uh, Romans 2, 4, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. But if you continue to despise the goodness of God, verse 5, after the hardness and impenitent heart treasure up, up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Hindi ka nga immoral, hindi ka nga idolater, pero matigas ng yung puso, manhid ka na. You are stubborn, you have stiff neck, and the hardness of heart is the ultimate effect of sin. Yes, hindi ka nga idolater, hindi ka nga immoral, but you are in the grip of greed. You are arrogant. You are boastful. You are self-righteous. You are judgmental. You slander. You gossip. How can we judge if we do the same thing? Verse 6, God will render to every man according to his deeds. See that? You will not be saved by your works, but God will judge you by your works. Let me explain that. You will not be saved by your works, but you will be judged by your works. God will not judge you by what you profess. God will judge you by what you practice. Salvation is by grace and faith, but God's judgment is by works. Why? Dahil ang buhay na ligtas at may pananampalataya ay merong bunga yan na ebidensya ng yung salvation. Malinaw sabi sa Bible, walang flesh na maja-justified by works, so it is through faith in Christ. Pero ang totoong faith ay merong fruit. Ano yung fruit? Ang fruit ay yung obedience to do the will of God. So don't be confused. Na maaring hindi ka masisave by your good works, but you are saved to produce good works. Pag ikaw ay niligtas ng Diyos through the sanctification process, dahan-dahan kang gagawa ng kabutihan as an evidence of your faith. Now, mahirap maintindihan yung verse 6 kung mag-stop lang tayo dyan. Tuloy natin, verse 7. To them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor, immortality, and eternal life. What is the fruit of that faith? Ang sabi doon, the patient continuance. Sabihin, perseverance. Ang pagpapatuloy sa paggawa ng mabuti, mga kapatid. Ang pagpapatuloy sa pagsaliksik, sa kalawalatian, karangalan, at habang buhay na inoffer sa atin ng Panginoon. So after ng saving faith, merong enduring faith. Merong persevering faith. Merong steadfast faith. At ang perseverance, ang ultimate mark ng totoong mananampalataya. Verse 8, But unto them, here's, here it is, but unto them that are contentious, sa ibang translation, they are ambitious, selfish, and they do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. In, L, in NLT translation, to those who live for themselves. Mga kapatid, ito ang pinaka-issue ng mga moralists Bakit sila candidate for hell? Why? Because they are focused of themselves. I do good, I do this, I give this, I, I, I pray this, 
I have done this, I have attended this, I am a member of this. It's all focus of self. This is what the Bible says to them that are contentious, to them that are focused on, on themselves. They are full of themselves that they have no room for God. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, Malino pong sinabi doon that many shall be lovers of themselves. I'll do what makes me happy. I'll do what I think I deserve. I am entitled to do this. I'll do what makes me comfortable. Moralist rejects Christ because serving Christ is denying of yourself. It is giving up everything for the sake of Christ. So dahil sa kanilang selfishness, they resist to obey. They do not obey the truth. Moralists, kahit mabait sila, they will go to hell because they refuse to obey the truth. Ang kanilang faith ay nasa kanilang good works at hindi kay Christ. And we know na ang truth is more than information and doctrine. The truth is the person of Jesus Christ. John 14.6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So verse 9, ang, ang magiging bunga, pag ni-reject mo, ni mo ang Panginoon, verse 9, tribulation, anguish upon every soul that doeth evil, mapahudyo o mapahintil na moralist, walang excuse. Disobedience to Christ will result to tribulation, anguish, or sa ibang translation, trouble and calamity. I always said this, and I'm going to say it again. Life without God is never an upgrade. It is always downgrade. Wala akong kilalang tao na nung tumalikod sa Diyos, nag-upgrade ang buhay. Pwede nag-upgrade ang pera, pero hindi ang buhay. Hindi ang kasiyahan, hindi ang uh, sense of purpose, sense of meaning, yung fulfillment, it's downgrade. Verse 10, But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good. See, when you, when you have been justified and, and received Christ, you will produce good works. This is not good works before receiving Christ. This is the good works after you receive Christ. That's why in Judgment Day, God will judge your works after mo natanggap yung salvation. Mapahudyo at mapagentile, hudyo man siya na moralist, gentile man siya na moralist, they need Christ. You need Christ. And you must deny yourself and give your total and absolute dependence on Jesus Christ. Verse 11, last, For there is no respect of persons with God. Hallelujah. Whether you are a Jew or a Gentile, kahit ikaw ang pinakababaid, pag hindi mo tatanggapin si Kristo sa iyong buhay, I will tell you the truth. You are still subject under the wrath of God. It's not your goodness that will bring you to heaven. It is what Christ has done for you. And you simply accept it by faith. Mr. Moralist, Miss Moralist, you are not excused. You are guilty. You must repent. Let's pray. 
Thank you, Lord, for reminding us once again from your words, Panginoon, na palalahanan kami, O Diyos, na Ikaw lang ang tagapagligtas. Walang sapat na kabutihan na kaya namin gawin upang ma-earn ang aming salvation. It's all by your grace. But thank you, Lord, after mong ibinigay ang kaligtasan now, you have given us the ability to do good because we are your workmanship. Yung mga bagay na hindi namin kaya noon ay nagagawa na namin ngayon dahil sa tulong mo, Diyos. Lord, sino mang moralist na nakikinig or nakapanood nito, Panginoon, I pray na ikaw mangusap sa kanila that all their morality and all their ethical standards are nothing without you in their life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening, friends and buddies. Please like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Scratch the Surface. Bye!